When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are just about to be on at the MCG Thursday night footy. Tigers, Swans, big game, big ramifications. Matty Hill. Punt road in directly in front, 35 metres out to get Richmond on the board. Miller comes in and it's straight and true. Sheldry just looped it forward again. Heaney was able to get out of the tackle. Patley, Goulden, five from 30. Tight angle, left ball pocket. Finger went up straight away. Patley on the runway for their fourth. Pokes it through. Then Goulden sets up at the top of the square. Franklin takes the mark and buries it from point blank range. Kicks it long. It's over the head of Franklin. Bouncing ball coming out to meet it. McDonald off to McInerney round the body. And it's another one in quick succession. Ross arcs around one tackler. Tries to line it up from 50. How does it bounce? It almost bounced back at him. Found Cotchen, 35 metres out. Have a ping this time, Trent. And he puts it through. Aaron boundary throw in. Fist on from Hickey. Martin coming away from goal. Bobbled out the tackle. Nick Kerber swivel kick. Goal! Couldn't bring it down. McLean was front and square. Heaney stepped through. Snaps and bounces for his third. Kicks it to the top of the square. Three on three. Floston with a one-hander. 25 metres out. 45 degree angle. And... Snuck it in. Franklin could be his last time on the Sporting Coliseum of Australia. 45 metres out, and the goal umpire didn't move. But it's pressure from Bolton, and then it's spilled to Graham. Runs to centre half forward, kicks it long, no one home, could bounce through. It's bouncing, it's bouncing, it's bouncing. Scores a level. Just slicing his shoe at it with Bolton, charging into an open goal. Graham can seal it. Kicks it inside 50, spills to Martin. Could this be the icing on the cake? Could it be the icing on the cake? He snaps it through and it raises the roof. Ball back into play and there's a siren in any weather you'll see him with a grin. They had to fight to get this win. They had to fight to keep their season alive and they've done exactly that. SEN Fridays in the top end, thanks to Rain and Holland, Darwin. Oh, that is music to my ears, Rob. The Tigers 12-16-88 defeated Sydney 11-9-75. Dusty Martin, a player that we heard, was pretty good last night. 29 disposals and a goal. Not quite the old vintage Dusty, the unstoppable Dusty that we all come to love and know. Well, especially Tiger supporters, but pretty good nonetheless. Um, and you can tell that with his absence last week, along with Prestia to a lesser extent, that the Tigers are a different team. Getting those two back in the engine room, uh, they looked a lot more formidable. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it can t- look. I did tip Swans in this one, which it did look like a good tip at the start. But mm. um, yeah, they just look a bit of shadow of themselves at the moment, Sydney. And I do like the look of Jack Ross. I did bring it up um, a few weeks ago, but he's he was actually pretty handy again. Um, Twenty touches and two goals. And yeah, as the sub. In a yeah, so I really hope like the player like him can get more opportunities um, at the footy club. Um, but. He's also got a really good kick from mm. long range. Um, and he, I think both goals were kicked from distance. So, 
in an era now where there's a lot of missed opportunities and goal kicking, you really like you would like to have the ball in his hands across half forward. Yeah, especially a player like that who has probably been criticised for being a little bit vanilla-ish, to mm. use a term, uh, where yeah. a player that hasn't had a lot of strings to his bow, if he can turn that kicking that he has, and he's not an elite kick, but you're right, he can get really mm. good distance. If he can start dobbing goals from outside 50 and kicking his one or two a game, then we're not going to be asking if Jack Ross is going to be sub or out of the team. He's going to find himself a spot uh, in that midfield rotation on half forward. So yeah. Ross was very good last night. I thought Nick Vlosten was super important uh, for the Tigers, playing a variety of different roles. He even went up forward at one point. Yeah, um, I brought him into my fantasy side. I wasn't happy seeing him line up forward in the fourth, but anyway. Nah, he took that beautiful uh, one-hand mark, which was awesome to see. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of good contributors uh, for the Tigers. Tim Taranto sort of hasn't been as dominant in the last couple of weeks since Hopper's return, but he's still playing a pretty vital role. As we mentioned, Shea Bolton was easily best on ground for mine. Prestia and Hopper, just two other players in that engine room that were sort of getting their hands on the ball, especially in doing the hard stuff. I thought uh, Jack Graham had a pretty good game, 19 disposal and two goals. But where do the Tigers sit now? So I think that I'm fairly realistic about the Tigers. I don't think we have any chance to win the Premiership this year. But I do, as a supporter, I was looking at the draw last night and I noticed the Tigers still play West Coast. They still play North Melbourne. And to a lesser extent, they still play Hawthorne. So you'd bank on them winning those games. Um, They're half a chance, maybe. What are you thinking? They're coming from a long way back. Yeah, no, well... I did. I did sort of predict. I did a ladder predictor. Was it four weeks ago and had Richmond finishing ninth. So that's, it's sort of coming. That's familiar. Yeah, it's sort of. So it's sort of like um, plotting along that area there, isn't it? And they're, they're going to be a dangerous team if they do make finals. If they, if everything strings together in the games at the G, even. Mm. Um, but looking at the ladder, yeah, they do look like they're in a position now. They're in striking distance, aren't they? And all those sides around six to six to ten have all been losing games and um, you know really struggling to take that. And four spots up there for the. Great isn't it, um, with Melbourne's form diminishing. So you can't really put a cap on anything where a lot of these um, t- four to ten sides are going to fit in. So I'm sort of thinking the Bulldogs would be a good chance to go to fourth. But Well, it's such a logjam, isn't it, that there's so many eight-point games. Like, we mm. might say something, and then a result will change literally tonight or tomorrow night, and it, it changes everything. If St Kilda beat Melbourne tomorrow night, they go into the top four. And for me, that's kind of unfathomable because they haven't been playing like a top four side, especially in the last five weeks. So... Especially uh, when they're yeah both Melbourne and St Kilda are nine and six. So oh, exactly. It's a, it's a fair few losses. So, but yeah. it shows with the evenness of the competition now, doesn't it? That I remarked to someone earlier in the week. I said it's going to be a week. That fourth spot right now is looking pretty weak. And in fairness, they did come back and say, "Hey, Melbourne at their best are a really good team," which is sort of true. They do have a great engine room and all that, but they're a team without a forward line at the moment. So yeah, and and also Melbourne might be a bit of crypt tonight to um, Collingwood as well. Um, mm, true. Obviously, just beating them last time and um, having that zone but their attack is certainly a massive worry so well I wouldn't be backing Brisbane against Melbourne at the G either if Melbourne were firing no definitely not Um, but I do know that the goal kicking at Melbourne is becoming a bit of a problem internally so it's going to be interesting to see if that's uh, the whole forward structure too really hey but it's been an issue they've had for a number of years I think since the grand final they haven't done yeah, they struggled to score a bit. They've sort of been going through a few different stopgap options, like Ben Brown and obviously mm. Sam Wiedemann is a kid that they drafted, but someone who never really came on. And they've got Van Roy now, who's just 19 years old and developing, and hopefully he's the answer, the long-term answer to the Demons' forward line woes. Yeah. Um, Sydney, last little take on this game. We might actually hear from uh, the coaches shortly, but mm. they've lost a little bit of flair and leg speed, I think, since Chad Warner has been out of the side. Um, a lot has been left to 
Errol Goulden, who has stood up and has played really, really well. But mm. they just lack that X factor and that speed and that run and carry ability without Warner, who he's a person who'd be pretty high up in the Swans best and fairer. So would Goulden um, and a bunch of others like Blakey. But did you get the impression that the Swans lacked a little bit of speed and, and that sort of ability to break the lines last night? Yeah, I guess at, at times, and they do sort of play a bit slow at times as well. Um probably because they don't have that speed. But Goulden, yeah, Goulden's obviously in all-Australian form. He'll be in the squad of 40. Um, if he makes it, that'll determine, I think, where Swans finish. I don't agree with bottom sides having too many in the all-Australian side, to be honest. But, mm. um, yeah, something's gone a, a massive like a miss at um, Sydney, hasn't it? So I'd be interested, Rob, to hear what uh, Coach John Longmire had to say. So this is what he had to say regarding last night's game. Yep. I thought we didn't uh, didn't just as well as what we should have in the in the second quarter. The conditions obviously they lifted their pressure, but we still won the second quarter, so we came in okay. And then um, we got absolutely smashed around the stoppages, and you know, one ten and a half a footy is hard to do in a CB situation. And you know they almost tripled us, I think, in stoppage work from in the second half. So it was um, they got ground position in wet conditions and. And they made a, it made a big difference in it. We just got smashed around the footy and um, gave away a few simple goals, but they were able to get ground position off the back of clearance wins. And you know, only have one set of bounce clearance in a sec, in a half of footy. It's you know, got to get the ball in your front half in those wet conditions, and you've got to play territory game. And we weren't able to do it. You know, we, got, we just fumbled and got you know beaten around the ball. I knew once that heavy weather set in and the rain started that it was going to suit Richmond a little more. Uh, typical July game at the MCG normally favours Richmond. I wonder if coach Andrew McWalter was a relieved man. I imagine that he would have been, and this is what he had to say last night. Uh, to be fair, the first quarter and a half, we were pretty ordinary. Um, we couldn't really handle the ball very well. and Sydney's, We couldn't really get pressure on the game either. Sydney were controlling uh, the game, so... Probably after about the 15 minute mark of the second quarter, I thought we were really able to get to a game on our terms and second half, we were able to build our pressure game and, and own some territory in the game. They're a proud group, our players. Um, and last week was disappointing. We started a little bit disappointing tonight, but to be able to fight through that shows great leadership from our, from our playing group. And that was the most impressive thing from them tonight. Yeah, we spoke about it just briefly then. Like the guys, you know, we've obviously had some challenges late, late in games over the past couple of years. so. Uh, we've put a fair bit of work into that space and, and ultimately, I've said this before, it's about leaders and people just standing up in the final moments and, and our guys were really able to do that tonight. So we'll wrap up the Richmond and Sydney game from last night. Just to finish, will either of these two teams be featuring in September? Oh, I think Richmond could be could have a chance, um, obviously. Outside chance. Yeah, outside chance of making it um, that seven or eight spot, I think. I think Swans are done now. Um, but I also did like the look of Logan McDonald as well, mm. a couple of times coming out, and was very clean attacking the football. And um, it, it would be interesting to see what a year of football would have done for him this year without Buddy there. Mm. But now with Buddy there, it sort of clouds a bit. But next year, you probably expect big feet. They're going to rely on him heavily. So. Well, he's going to have to. It's not really like it's a choice with Logan. Dog. Yeah. yeah. So they've obviously invested a lot in him too, being an early pick. 